back again with another episode of Eat This, Drink That with Ali Khan, Steve Greer, and I'm Give Mike Crosby, us the drink. and we're going to get on to some special drinks with Steve today. So Steve, what is your drink that for today? So, <laughs> this is going to be fun. We're, for the next four weeks, we're going to dive into tiki drinks. Um, so tiki, there's a whole culture to this. So we're not really going to go too heavy into the lifestyle of tiki culture. I I thought Fail. I had old school tiki. What, what a, what, he's already broken like three pro- campaign promises. We're going to take a big dive, but yeah. we're not going to go that deep. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the coolest thing about this freaking scam of a drink, because <laughs> basically you're lured into the bar and you're lured into the name and then like you're drinking out of a monkey's head. Yeah. Probably the coolest part. And then let's be honest what happens next. You don't know what the hell happened. You got so freaking Yes. Right. And you never saw it cut. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, kind of tastes like coconut. And then you're like, how do I get home? <laughs> like, that is my yeah. experience going to a tiki bar. It's shocking. It's shocking what <laughs> yeah. it does to me. It's true. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so there will be some little tidbits of there's going to be tidbits throughout all these episodes. <laughs> um, we're not going to have bathtub size drinking vessels. That's the other thing because too. it is like just like your yeah. yeah we're not having that. Um, it's like, oh look, everyone! Everyone's laughing. <laughs> look, he's going to drink a watermelon yeah. with the rum. There's no ra- what we're pouring <laughs> into most like, of these oh, cocktails. <laughs> yeah, what we're pouring. We're pouring in a lot of alcohol into these cocktails. So there's really no reason to also make this cocktail a 24-ounce cocktail. Uh You're already getting plenty of spirit. So we're going to use Collins glass today. And out of the gate, we're going to throw you for a loop. We're going to do a Singapore sling. So not rum-based. But you immediately think of Tiki. So, by the way, Tiki was created by Don the Beachcomber in Los Angeles, 30s, early 30s, maybe 1930. Then, in good form of San Francisco people thinking they're better, this guy formed Trader Vic's in Oakland. Wow. And he said it's it's Don's restaurant, but better. So he just basically copied it, moved it to Oakland. Nice. Trader Vic's was like a, you know, they're almost taking some of the Polynesian culture along the ride, but they don't use Polynesian drinks or uh, rum, Caribbean. A lot of the flavors are Caribbean. Um, So it's a weird mix. It's Caribbean ingredients with Polynesian culture with done in LA and then also moved to... Oakland. Isn't the food semi-Chinese um, and in the 30s Chinese and then post-war? I kind of know of this stuff because years ago Chinese. I was working on a show for yeah. Alton Brown and he wanted to talk about food and history and he wanted to do the episodes based on like just iconic uh, food products that shaped America, right? And one was about rum and, you know, rum was way back in the day like, you know, honestly – Rum, sugar, and slaves yep. were part of how America 
basically grew in the colonial days, right? So rum was linked to the slave trade and all this stuff. So rum was like super valuable. It was the booze. Uh, like I think all the founding mm -hmm. fathers sucking on that rum, you know? And it was just a real trip. Um, it's historical significance. And then I was like, then I stumbled right. into the Trader Vic's thing. And what really got me uh, beyond like the, you know, everything looks like a Gilligan's Island episode is the food was like, they basically took Chinese food and they were like, let's add a little coconut. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, they were just like, okay, like here's some cornstarch and chicken and a little honey and soy sauce and hoisin. <laughs> cool. Now let's give it a little island. And I'm talking like a Jamaican, like a bad Jamaican accent. But that, the cuisine is like, they just like came up with them. it would be like the equivalent of like a right. food truck thing. oh yeah i got a theme for a food truck you yeah. know it's like not quite it's like weird fusion yeah anyways i'm done and ultimately it is probably that that's so very american right you just fuse like, a bunch of stuff you know, together you like yes don draper in mad men like having these crazy rum drinks and being like, "Ooh, look at this exotic yeah. food! It's like fried ch fried chicken soaked in honey yes. or whatever mayo, which actually sounds kind of oddly good in a way." And the belly, yeah. yeah. Well, tiki really took off. Stick after a little me. umbrella in it and just say it's tiki. Yeah. Tiki really took off after all the World War II guys came back from. Uh, the Pacific, mm -hmm. and that really fueled everything exploding. Yeah, um, wasn't it an Elvis movie in the '60s or late '50s, Blue yeah, Hawaii, yeah. where that whole culture really exploded oh, yeah. and became mainstream? Um, I'm sure we could do an entire episode on uh, taking somebody's culture and creating it and making it their own. Um, Tiki drinks are really in that realm, but we're going to simplify this. This is about having fun using tropical flavors, using rum, this is the anti case, gimmick gin, rum drink. and we're just going to make really fun cocktails. Um, there's some things that I like to always right. think. Of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're going to watch sugar throughout this. Mm. We're going to make sure a lot of our ingredients don't have extra sugar. Because there's already a lot of sugar in what you think of tiki drinks. So let's, it's themed fresh ingredients or lower sugar liqueurs gin. and really high quality rum or gin in this case with the Singapore sling. This, interesting enough, out of all the tiki drinks I chose, this is the second oldest drink. So this is pre Don the Beachcomber. This is 1915. Uh in Singapore, where it's already really, uh -huh. really hot at a hotel in Singapore, and most likely a part right. of the British colonization of that whole part of the world, gin-based. Sling was a, um, is really just a cocktail that is sugar and water, uh, spirit, usually gin, and a sweetener. Um, it's named after the German word that I'm not gonna even try to pronounce, that means to swallow or savor. Um, so that's where sling comes from. And this is really just like a tropical version of a, uh, a gin sling. Um, and most of those slings were okay. punch bowls. Like you just, this was your punch. You put sugar, you put water, you put gin, you put a sweetener, 
and your party just sat around and got pretty ripped. Um, well, I'm I not know using Navy strength Navy on strength. this. This is not high proof gin. I'm using. What? Yeah, that yeah, proof? yeah. You can get up to 57 percent alcohol on this. Is 40, by the way. Uh, what is that? 114. Sounds like 104. Yeah, just double. Um, oh, yeah, this is. Yeah. Uh, I use. I love St. George. We've made this um, with other cocktails on, on this show. Yeah. Um, this is 40, 45, actually. Um, we don't have to go Navy Strength on. So Navy Strength can be a gin or a rum. It's just higher proof. It's not cut. We're already having plenty of alcohol on this. So in a sling, the Singapore sling is gin. Do you, you remember it. Benedictine, the, the one yeah, of the yeah. weird your, your, your uh, uh, herbal liqueurs? Cointreau. I got like yeah. nine well, bottles of that stuff. Good to know. Gin? Monk juice. <laughs> Monk juice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that too. And then something you might not be used to using. Sadly, I couldn't find the again. one I really wanted. There's a higher-end cherry brandy yet another or cherry liqueur I that I was going to use. Thank this you. Is, yeah. God. <laughs> cherry liqueur. But the best part about this, this is a little, this is a little uh, half-piner. Um, you don't have to buy a full bottle. And another um, pair. I, orange we're bitters. going Can I use tropical orange with our bitters. I just so Angostura is a common theme. No, no. <laughs> so Angostura is from Trinidad. So this is a Caribbean bitter component. That's why it's almost used in every tiki drink. And then we're going to top it with a little club soda, just as a refresher. I went, um, I tried to shop for this okay. like anybody would just be out in the market going to a regular grocery store or a Whole mm -hmm. Foods. I didn't try to go find okay. hard to find ingredients um, over the top. Cherry liqueurs and cherry brandies are at every liquor store. Just might not be the highest quality. Um, this is just okay. club soda from, I tried but to find Fever Tree. Got, That's the one I usually use. Soda? It is out. Oh my God. Club so is usually foods. just like, eh. so let's dive I, in. I just assumed it was across the board cheap. I mean, Topo Chico's a, a water people love here. Um, I don't know if that does that count as club yeah. soda? Yeah, Topo Chico's yeah. good. Yeah, and here's the thing, Bobby. Sparkling it's mineral all the uh, that's, same to me. Yeah, that's sparkling mineral water. water I think. Yeah. But we could have a whole. We could have a whole episode on water um, and all the different versions of this stuff. Okay. We're just doing club soda. It's like a mm – -hmm. it cleans up the, the flavor profile, adds a little bit of effervescence to the cocktail. Okay. It lifts everything. That's the only reason we're using it in the cocktail. That's why it's in the cocktail. So let's go back to our ice. I'm going to prep two things. We are this – we are shaking this mm. – um, so I got a shaker cube. I'm going into my tin, and then I'm going to prep my Collins glass. To prep the glass, huh? And I'm just using little ice cubes for this. Um, okay. No, no. Well, yeah, I do want everything a little cool. Um, but
But yeah, I'm just using little ice cubes for this. I'm not using big rocks Let's glass. See the ice. Can, we, uh, can we get a visual of the ice? Oh yeah, just, just a little guy. Just a little guy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, just a regular yeah. ice cube tray. It's quality water. I didn't just put tap water in there, but um, That's crappy. yeah, it's it's not yeah, crappy. It's not crappy ice. It it um, it's just not crystal clear ice. Oh, mil yeah, oh, <laughs> so Denver water, little cloud. Yeah. Okay. So we're going three quarter, glug, glug. three quarter ounce of gin. Oh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. So St. George is the gin I'm using. Yep, we're going three quarter ounce. This is going to be, I mean, there's four items in this that have alcohol, but this is going to be the least wow. uh, high proof of all the cocktails we make over the next four weeks. Because um, there's, only, there's only one spirit. Uh, the rest are all liqueurs. So... Benedictine, cherry liqueur, and Cointreau are all one quarter ounce. That's it. You okay. can do two things. You might have a measuring vessel that can go down to a quarter ounce, or Weird. you can just do half teaspoons and do three. It's one and a half teaspoons half is a quarter ounce. Yeah. So let's do that. Yeah, it'll be a little easier for people to measure. Um yeah, so Benedictine, oh, quarter geez. ounce. So I'm going to do three little half teaspoons. Do you spill a little extra in there? I wish we had a better visual of you, Steve. I know. I wish I had the overhead cam. I don't know if cam. you can your camera down. Yeah, the overhead cam would be nice, but yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. Um, I need a studio That's audience. That's all right. I need so a studio audience. That's going to be our next venture. <laughs> um, then Quantro. <laughs> We're also, three. yep, three of these, quarter ounce. And yes, Ryan, good point. If you spill a little bit more, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you're not going to be spilling <laughs> in a whole another quarter ounce. And then cherry liqueur. Is that cheap? Is that like the cheap This stuff? is what I could I, find I in town. I was looking like, for to um, or a little. But that stuff looks like it's like dodgy. You no, know, it's like, not. It good stuff. It's not super cheap, but it's yeah. It's not super cheap. So it's like, not what's the Kuiper price difference? Because you know it is interesting. Sugar. Ultimately, uh, but it's you're not giving us a huge uh, insight to. We, you so. know that'd be a great post, like building your own bar and like thing the things you need beyond like I got whiskey, I got gin, I got vodka, or whatever. Um, like how, what's the yes. price range of a cherry brandy? Because let's be honest, a teaspoon and a half means that sucker is going to be sitting yeah, around for right. a bit. Maybe it's not a bad idea to get a better version. You know what I mean? How much is that cost? <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, pause real quick. I did forget one. I did forget one other ingredient. So let's do a, like a pause and then you can okay. clip this. You know, it's crazy. It's okay. like, look at that. Sorry. Now I'm like sure. kind of like scared of the box that's in. What no is problem. in that? Like, you know what I mean? Dude, what's in that box? Like, like a relative? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally I forgot. Know. For a second, I was like, and just a little cigars. 
This is Mildred. Cigars. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Like, that was going to be something with hair. <laughs> uh, so, if you want to talk about ingredients, you, I could have gone up to forty dollars for um, ain't looking so this bad. 40 uh, bucks, the eh? brandy Damn. that I wanted, and I'm oh, like, wow. bingo, bingo. So work, now we got to do our juices. So I have, I have What's fresh juice pineapple juice, one ounce. Yeah, we're no longer in the realm of three ingredient cocktails. This is pineapple. Where are you getting? Where do you find that? Yep, pineapple, Fresh one pineapple ounce, juice. and then half ounce of lime juice. I got this at a Expensive. juice store. They just you know, juiced up some cups. pineapple for me. I have done um, that. I mean, let's let's be so real. Fresh. I remember it was when I, I don't know if it was New Year's, but I was like, <laughs> oh, let's do mimosas, and we went to the juice place and bought That's OJ. What? It was like eighteen dollars. I'm like, we could just go out at the bar, you know. I was like, the juicers are just yeah. like for juice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Enough. This is insane, though. Four alcohols, that, and that then he, now he's he, uh, he went drinks for uh, twenty bucks to get pineapple yeah. juice. Yeah, the, uh, that ain't dull. By the way. Yeah. Okay. Angostura. Yep. No. And you know why uh, I do that? I'm trying to eliminate all the extra bing, bing, sugar. Bang. That's what's up. Store You're bought right. that canned can pineapple juice is like why yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I got home. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's sugar in there. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're you know, you're shaking. Um, yeah. That's the extra sugar. So all these things that I'm doing. Is extra sugar and preservatives. You're going to have preservatives in canned lime juice and sugar, and same with pineapple juice. So let's shake. Remember, we got juice going in here. So we're going 30 seconds because we're going for texture and temperature. I'm not going to do the full 30 seconds because that would be an annoying podcast. Look, 30 seconds means um, the juice we're going has straight to get colder. I, why did you specify because it's Collins juice. glass? So the well, because right in a previous episode we talked about the difference between stirring and shaking. If there's juice, you're almost always shaking. If it's all I spirit, see. you're stirring. A martini is just, you know, the vermouth and the gin or the vodka. You're stirring. Mm -hmm. I um, see. A margarita is juice. You're shaking. Then, where'd my uh, club soda go? Hold on. Where'd my it's club soda go? Gin. He's already deep into it's it. Behind Maybe the behind the gin on the... Thank you. On the uh... Thank you. Thank you. Now, so let's... Yes. Let's uh, review... The ingredients here, gin, so herbal, juniper, benedictine, mm -hmm. also herbal, but more like rosemary and grass, Cointreau, orange, cherry liqueur. Uh, so what would know. you automatically like, uh, think of for your garnish? Pineapple. Oh, this smells good. Pineapple? I'm going to no. go a little orange. I'm going to go a little orange. <laughs> okay. And a couple orange, cherries. 
Boom. You know, honestly, I was and like, let me see this sucker. We look very it's so dark. I mean, it's it's got. I mean, for gin drink, there's a lot of color in yeah. there. You know, or is that your weird? Yeah. So my my Collins, yeah, these are my glasses. Um, these are really old old. Uh, so it's just the glasses yeah. giving Collins glasses from tint. actually my oh, grandmother. Oh, you see the story um, in there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a blue glass. Ooh, that's. Yeah, yeah. I got the cherry at the bottom. Um, you already. Yeah, it's like translucent glass. Yeah, but it's a blue hue to it. Um, uh-huh. you already smell. I mean, the juniper I've should come screaming through. Gin. But so does the pineapple juice. I've never thought to have. Um, it's gin only an ounce of pineapple with juice. These kinds of but flavors. It's still, like that to me is. Very. I mean, honestly, when I think of gin, I think of gin, gin and tonic. <laughs> Say, uh oh. He's like, he's like, well, how did I get through awesome. the next three episodes? You got slung. Yeah, right. yeah. You got slung. This is um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really you know, good. I'm a, I'm a little surprised. I because uh, I think the I used to go to the Tiki Tea in Los Angeles yeah. for uh, anyone that knows that place. I've been to Trader Vic's out there too, but I feel like the one, the sling I would get at um, Tiki Tea, I think was a pinkish hue. They might yeah. have used Punch or something. They could have uh, used uh, Grenadine or something. I don't know. They might have used Grenadine as um, Grenadine also right. has a component within a lot of Tiki drinks. Um, Here's another tip on that. Mm-hmm. I don't use grenadine, especially a store-bought bottle of grenadine. That's got a ton of sugar in it. I just use pomegranate juice, uh-huh. and I use okay. it almost like bitters, where it's in a squirt bottle. We'll do it in a later episode. Pomegranate juice, fresh pomegranates are just—it's just juice. That's it. I gotta say, we're getting enough sugar in all the, the other components. Interesting thing thus far, and I know like. Especially you know, you pineapple juice. I don't know how much. But to get into these tropical drinks that are so sweet is you really want natural sugars. You cannot. That's where it seems to all go to hell in a handbasket. You know, is like yeah. anything out of a can yeah. or anything with that Malibu bottle, which is frightening. Although I remember, Crosby, you liked to drink that stuff yeah. back in the day. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was like, hey, who wants some of the yes. boo? What? Yeah. I also, um, you'll I, notice uh, in some of these episodes, I don't Morgan use did? spice I don't rums even, honestly, at all. I don't even. Um, um, yeah. I so there's wanna, no, you know what? My father yeah, no spice rums. He loves Mount Gay. That's his rum. And like he has it with like a little tonic and lime. Like just the Uno. And that's it. I don't know if I'd yeah. qualify it as like, let's go to Trader Vix and have a. Two ingredient yeah. drink there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So before we wrap this up, I want to touch on what you said about natural sugars versus uh, all this extra stuff coming from your ingredients in a bottle. That was kind of the death of tiki culture in the 70s or what led to its demise was that all of a sudden people just started fabricating all these extra, um, you know, mixed, easily mixed drinks that uh, had a lot of sugar. 
a ton of sugar and they were not good for you. Mm. Um, so you have a lot of alcohol, you have a lot of sugar and a punch bowl size per person. Is that what you go to those parties? Trifecta for disaster. Mm. Um, yeah. So this is or you'd have roughly. A, you'd go to those parties in the seventies, and you'd leave the car keys in. And then go ahead. Just, you know, what were you about to say? <laughs> Bingo! Drop the keys in there. Yeah, that's why they did key parties. In the bowl probably. after you drank it. Yeah, yeah. There was a punch bowl size. Yeah. So this is roughly. Let's think here. Ounce and a half. Two. Three ounces ah, plus the shaking. This is yeah. really with the club soda, maybe five ounces. That's it. Oh wow! Yeah, we didn't go. Okay, we're not going 14, 20 ounce um, size cocktails. You don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Plus, we don't yeah. want it to. I want to finish this before it dilutes with the ice that's in the glass. Right. So right. I mean. And the pineapple doesn't overwhelm this cocktail because it's not concentrate. It's real pineapple. So it was just a ju a pineapple, a juicer, juiced it. There was no concentrate, okay. so it's not overwhelmingly pineapple-y and overwhelms the cocktail. That's you know, the other thing. It's uh, not it's so just the extra sugar. It's I the, feel like this is the we're not using any concentrate. What would here. one eat with this? And I think it's fair to point out that, Killer. honestly, Trader Vic's was a made-up, fabricated cuisine. You know, you're like, there's not... From what I understand, I don't think Polynesian food is nearly as flavorful as, as what they would have at, at, at yeah. Trader Vic's, yeah. uh, at least back in the day or whatever. But what... What goes to your head? I mean, now that we're having this drink that's, frankly, taking advantage of, like, fresh juice. Like, what? Uh, show of hands here. Who's had fresh pineapple juice? Never. I just, when I eat a pineapple, you know what I mean? So that's cool. What what comes to, what goes to your head when you're thinking about what you should eat with yeah. this? <laughs> so... Hmm. You could do a lot of stews, pork stews, um, not because of, I'm not equating right. these drinks to a cuisine. I'm just thinking about what is easy. Mm -hmm. You're spending more money, like you mentioned. You're buying all these extra ingredients. You're going to have oh, a see. lot of people over. Okay. Um, so what's easiest to prepare for a larger group? Stews, any sort of, yeah, stewed yeah. meats, pork, you know, really... Fry, I know, was the, you know, when you said fried stew, pork. I thought of I think goes Filipino really well with pork these adobo. I think something that Kebabs, any dish that also has meat. like acidity and vinegar yeah. and, and you know anything with tamarind too. It's weird. I'm just going to say this: a vindaloo, uh, lamb vindaloo. I think would be interesting with it too. And when I saw the pineapple, I think of al pastor tacos. Um, you know, uh, mm. uh, uh, you, you said Greer's always his answer. You know, uh, there's a yeah. one in yeah. far chance he's going to say pork, but um, you know, I was going to say like a um, a Cuban mojo style pork so again using that lime garlic orange <laughs> kind of marinade into pork and stuff like that and i feel like when i've had these tropical yeah. drinks i remember being at a cuban restaurant in mexico and having like um cuban food plantains yeah. rice beans uh mahi mahi you know just kind of tropically foods with with some some sense of flavor i think you can go yeah something there a little bit of kick like cuban 
all the way to like Lamb Vindaloo, which is like good lord, super concentrated. I think the tamarind, something like that, uh, strikes me as you yeah. know, those those strong uh, fruit flavors like pineapple juice. Yeah, yeah. Where would you find that kind of equalish tartness or zing in a slow cooked dish where the flavors really build? You know, good stuff. Yeah. Or um, fish tacos. All right. Fish tacos, any sort yeah. of um, uh, fish kebabs, any kebabs that you're grilling stuff. on meat and you're just winging out and I throwing mean, it on the plate okay. and people are eating. I think I might. Um, lots of flavor. I think I would add. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, flavor. Well, this is a gym. To match we'll up. There's a lot of flavor in these drinks. Uh, but this is cool. I, 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 will, I will actually consider buying pineapple juice from the juicer. It actually sounds yeah. like that. that is the real commitment. And that crappy old cherry stuff. Amazing. <laughs> Balance. Well done. Way to rain it in. Way to rain it in. And the cherry. <laughs> nice, guys. This the is the sling, Singapore Sling. So this is a 100-year-old drink now. This is 1915. So 107 wow. years old. Um, this, yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. It survived the Spanish flu. Yep. I wish we didn't have this delay. God damn it. I'm, the Wait. delay is right. uh, crushing. Well, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. And uh, let's wrap this one up, and we're going to be back with another tiki one. Um, thank you, Steve, for this Singapore sling episode. Learned a lot. We'll see you soon. Fantastic. <laughs>